0: It's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Takovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Tacobas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tecovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend and Tecovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacova's store, have a complimentary drink and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tecovas.com. That's Tecovas, dot com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
3: Wind Down with
2: Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio
0: podcast. Boom. Welcome to Wind
4: Down. would you say? Full couch, what? <laughs> full couch, full heart. How about this microphone, guys? You can't see, yeah. but Chris, well, I mean, you can, no, you can't see. Uh, Kristen's, <laughs> which I would. Envision me and karaoke night, circa 1998. It really <laughs> And thats pretty much is the, that's how it feels. How was
0: your morning, Kristen?
4: Full. How's yeah. your
0: morning? <laughs> what What's so full cool. about it? I have a lot, so I don't think you have time for me. I, I've We've got five minutes before Josh Peck comes on, and then I've got a lifetime more for you after that.
4: Okay, great. You want to sum it up in five? I can try. Okay. I have a six-year-old daughter who is a highly sensitive person. HSP. Well, like myself. Yeah. So it's like existing in a really noisy world when all you want to do is put on head- headphones. And so we're just having a lot of shifts at our house. My husband's traveling a lot again. He's coming back, but he's not home. But he's writing, so he is home. But he's home, but he's not present. Like you know, it's a lot. Again, uh, he's uh, in band low cash. Download the Beach Band. Boys single. Can I say that? Yeah, of <laughs> download the Beach Boys. Love iTunes Beach Boys with low, go- low Cash.
3: Kristen, really quick, can I please just say I texted Jana when the song came out. <gasps> that is the the best song on the radio right now. I love it so much. I'm such a huge Beach Boys fan, and I'm such a big Low Cash fan. When I heard they were teaming up, I was like, Oh my god, you gotta be kidding me! <laughs> It's a oh my god! My (laughs) wife is she's going crazy because all day long I'm just like I get around, round, get her. It's so good. (laughs) I I want to cry, Easton. This song can
4: change our lives. I need young, (laughs) handsome people like you saying this stuff with your hot wife. Do you want to meet the Beach Boys? How can we do this?
1: Yes, yes.
4: (gasps) can you come next weekend? They're playing at the Opry. I'll get you and your wife in.
3: I was just, I'm telling Allison, I was like, they're playing at the Opry. We've never been before. I want to see the Beach Boys so bad. We got to go. Easton,
4: come and stay at my house and go to the freaking Opry with me. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) Okay. 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 All right. (laughs) Easton, this is a great day. I needed you to say that. (sighs) It's it's a hit. That
3: song is so good. It's incredible.
4: (laughs) I'll receive that in Jesus' name, Easton.
0: Um, I just love the fact that, like, see, if someone just says something to you, you can just change your day like that, you know? Easton changed my
4: day, and so did the 80s, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) So, wait, what's going on with Lovebug, then? Just a lot of shifts in her world that would be, I think, normal to a lot of kids, but like, to her, it feels big. Mm -hmm. And so, I honor how big everything feels. I'll probably get emotional. I am on a roller coaster today, but... It just was a lot. And so I was like, let's just take a minute. Like she said, her belly hurt, which Mm -hmm. is what I used to say, but no one listened to me when I said it. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. That's the triggering trauma timeline. So I said, okay, let's just figure out like, does it hurt like you need to poop? Does it hurt like you need to throw up? Does it hurt like a feeling instead of like, Mm -hmm. you know? And she said, "I don't know. Maybe I could poop." So we tried that out. We're just checking things off <laughs> yeah. the list, you know, like working our way from number two to number one, I guess. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just like a. It's hard. And my husband is. He's better at understanding and wanting to learn her sometimes than he is at wanting to learn me. Mm. Though we are the same human innately, her, her and I, and I don't project my stuff onto her. Like she's my fresh start. I mean, it's poetic that God gave us a birthday two days apart, you know, it's not lost on me. None of that's lost on me. She's like, I get to watch her be a kid for as long as she can be a kid. And it's like the biggest gift I could ever have. She's like your
0: inner child in a sense. She is, but I separate us. Yeah,
4: sure. But I just love her to be a kid. And I also just love that when she, I like her to be able to name feelings. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to like make her a psychologist at age seven, but I'm like, yeah, maybe it feels like anxiety. You have a substitute teacher today. That feels weird. You love your teacher. That mm-hmm. has been not home. Now he's home. Now, Yaya and Pop pop are on their way from Indiana. Like there's just a lot happening rapid fire. And when you're HSP, it's like exposed nerve feeling. Mm-hmm. So all of it may be good things, but it still feels like a lot of input. And then on top of it, I gave birth to Will Ferrell and that's her little brother. So she's just like, what is happening? Mm hmm.
0: And what are you doing with the emotion? Because obviously mm-hmm. I'm feeling Coming
4: right. to you and spewing. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're got up. <laughs> and at 12.16, you are uh... all got up. There it is. It's uh, just hard to be around. Like we had such a good night last night, the mm-hmm. three of us. Yeah, it was fun. We drank
0: a lot Oh, we laughed wine. a lot. We laughed a lot. We laughed. We cried. We <laughs> cried. We yeah. did.
4: And I just am like, man, what a beautiful life this would be if we could all have that with each other and I want her to have that with me and I want her to have that with her dad and I just want her to be able to say like I feel anxious and I don't even she doesn't have to know why I don't mm-hmm. need a reason mm-hmm. sure yeah Wow. Well, there's that wind down and giddy up I'm a lot <laughs> Jolie said
0: something to me the other day she looked sad and I said hey baby girl what's what's wrong baby you look you look sad are you okay she's like I don't want to say and i was like oh no, no
4: which i think is age
0: appropriate for sure but i was like
4: in I an apartment
0: know, i was like trying I to know. peel it out of her because i'm like like I, I need her to be happy and like a man and so in, now looking back i should have just been like well i'm here if you want to talk and Ugh. it's okay to be sad but but at the time i was just like well why are you sad like what, what can mommy do like what, how do, do I you make feel you, like a failure because i, I felt like okay, a failure though. I felt like I did something wrong and she like didn't want to tell me that I did something wrong or or that she was, I don't know. Like sometimes I feel like she'll with, you know, my, um, you know, her dad stuff, it was, she'll, she'll say, you know, it's, it's almost like she's trying to protect my feelings. Mm. That's what, that's what I make up. Mm -hmm. I don't know.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think it's good though. At least you're acknowledging that she's sad. A lot of Parents probably don't even acknowledge that. You oh, I know no, they don't. It's like so get I think up that's and move good. They're acknowledging it, even if you're trying to find out. I think that that's still very recognized that you were trying. You can't. We can't do it <laughs> perfectly all the time. <laughs>
4: Tell me more about that male detox. <laughs> <laughs> listen. listen, listen. We're not dating. <laughs> hey Mark, do you remember a time when Jana said she was going to go on a twelve-week man Listen,
3: I, I, I knew, am, I knew that was. I am vol- not. Did we take bets on this? Last week? I am
0: not. T- I'm. I'm not dating anybody. I am very single. I'm going to have a hot girl summer. Single summer.
3: But are you going on dates?
0: Oh my goodness, Josh Peck is here. No, I know I know. I know. Look at that. He is here when you're ready. And no, I have not yet. So there you go. To
4: answer okay. your question. Well, what are we? One week into the twelve. So, you know,
0: that's good. Yeah, it's great. It's yeah, awesome. It's great, good, great. Bravo. Good job. Mm, thank you. Hello. We're excited. It's mm-hmm. been uh it's coming on two months. A nice little single gal here.
4: So proud mm-hmm. of you. Thank you. It's a real home run you're hitting. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: Well, Josh Beck is here and we're going to take a break okay. and get him on the show. Thank you. <laughs> get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow. I'm never going back to Kova's you guys, this festival and concert season will be all about the boots and to is your stop before attending your next concert. Kova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel hats, bags, and more. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tecova's, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots.
5: 3510300 and follow the Climbing and Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
0: I was that's a what wreck this a morning, Josh!
3: <laughs> Josh. Hi. Hi. Say more about you being a wreck.
0: No, so- you don't want to hear. We we <laughs> nope. Mm-mm, wasn't 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 fabulous. We had a little. We had a little girls' night last night, so kind of feeling the aftermath.
3: No judgment. I'm glad you guys treated yourselves.
0: Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> we're so happy to have you on Windown. Um, my, I believe we're at the same publishing company uh, Sydney Rogers over at HarperCollins.
3: Oh yeah. She's the best. She's
0: incredible. Like she's, she's such an amazing editor and human. And, um, she was just like raving about you in your book, which I'm so excited about. Um, I can't wait to read it, but when did, when did you did it? it Cause it just came out, right?
3: Yeah. It came out, uh, about like March, mm-hmm. but yeah, Sydney is great. And it's, uh, it's been a wild ride as I'm sure you're sort of familiar with, but I'm, I'm glad like that I'm in sort of the home stretch of it all, but it's, it's been great. I'm proud of it.
0: I mean, it's just the fact that that, like the title alone is, (laughs) I love it, is amazing. Like happy people are annoying. Like it
3: just,
4: (laughs) yes. (laughs) And amen.
3: Josh. So it's, uh, Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I feel like I didn't know the title for the book right away. And then once we came up with the title, sort of the book grew into it. Mm -hmm. You know, it became about this idea of, I just think I thought most people walked around completely blissful. And if you did, it was because you were very attractive or generationally wealthy or like the quarterback for the football team. Mm -hmm. And so my whole sort of journey was about redefining what happiness meant for me.
0: I love that, and I love to. I mean, you grew up. Your mom was a single mom, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And question for you: When did your when did you feel like you're like okay, like I have to? Because you you said that I read something where you felt like you kind of had to be the man and provide for for your mom, right?
3: I think right away, I I make this joke in the book that growing up, I would look at my friends with like a more traditional family system. And it was like the kids were sort of the employees and the parents were upper management. Mm. Uh, but my mom and I were a startup, <laughs> you know, like Aww. we were a very specific dynamic. And you become kind of the co-captain when you're the only child in a single mom. Mm. And I feel like I was quickly elevated into that role, which was both challenging and wonderful. Um because I'd walk around at, like, nine years old and people would talk to me like a kid because, of course, that's what I was. Mm-hmm. And I would feel like I'd puff my chest out and be like, don't you know who I am? Like, I'm the man of my house. Like, I'm a pretty mm-hmm. big deal at home. Mm-hmm. But, of course, they didn't know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Is there something, like, as a, like I'm a single mom, that, you, that, um, that I could do for my kids that they don't – not that you felt the pressure to, like, have to – I don't know if if you felt like you had to manage your mom's emotions or any of those things. Like, is there anything that like any, any tips you could give me as I raise my kids as a single mom?
3: Hmm, That's a great, well, my, my situation was specific and I I don't know exactly yours. Like mine, I didn't, I never met my dad. And Mm. then he passed away before um, I could ever meet him. So he wasn't in my life at all. Mm. So my mom being this like fabulous tigress playing both parts, you know, um, mother and father, to her credit, she knew that she could only do so much. So like at eight years old, she got me a big brother from the Big Brother Foundation, Mm -hmm. this guy, Dan, who would take me out every other weekend on Sunday we go, I mean, there's not a thing in New York that's kid friendly that we didn't do from Yankee games to bowling to, you know, video games, everything. And we have a very rare relationship because 28 years later, we're so incredibly close. He was the best man at my wedding. And so I, I think to my mom's credit, she knew that single moms can be like superheroes and yet their powers can only go so far. And she filled in the gaps where she knew she couldn't. And that was my big brother. That was my shrink at 15 that I still go and see. Tom, shout out. We're on a first name basis. It's, it's been a while. And, um, uh, yeah. And, you know, I think that, so, yeah, I think it's knowing the, I guess it's knowing where, where you can only do so much and helping to fill in the gaps, um, in that way.
0: I love that. Where do you think you, you lost yourself along the way with, you know, obviously you've been very successful in your acting career and, um, you know, you've, you've had a lot of accomplishments, but where do you, where do you feel like, was there a moment or do you remember like, you, where you started to kind of lose yourself and fall into the the other patterns.
3: You know, I I'm not sure, right? Because it's kind of like the duality of ego or the duality of that that um dark side that probably most of us have, right? Mm-hmm. It can be an asset for a really long time. Like my character defects, my defense mechanisms made me funny. It me it gave me sort of this I don't know what you'd call it, but this sort of outgoing personality because I, I grew up really overweight and I assume that I walked into most situations at a disadvantage, mm. that people made a snap judgment about you when they saw you were overweight. And, and I never wanted, I always say I never wanted to be, you know, special. I just wanted to be the same. Mm. And so developing this ability to be funny and to sort of control the, the energy of a room that was born out of just wanting to be on the same playing field as everyone else. Of course, over time, once I got in shape and uh, I sort of shed that image, a lot of that was so deeply embedded in me that it's it went from an asset to a defect, right? It, it started to haunt me. It started to make me thoroughly uncomfortable. And when I found like drugs and alcohol, I was like, "Oh, this is so more efficacious than food, and and with so many less calories." Mm. And so. I kind of went on that vision quest for four years. So yeah, it took me a while, but um, you know, at twenty one I got sober and uh and and I've sort of been in, in a bit of a growth mindset ever since.
4: How old are you now, Josh? Thirty
3: five.
4: Thirty-five. Thirty-five. You look young. Thanks. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Receive I'm
3: considering it. Considering Botox. Yes. Yep, do that. Yes.
2: Always. The answer always. is always Botox. Always. You look great, though. I don't think you really need it. Too. Everybody needs it. Preventative. Go, Josh. Preventative. I got Fair. some
3: of these. I got a little bit of the crow's things. So I like the crow's feet, no though. Yet.
4: No, you look great, but I'm just always like Botox, pro Botox.
3: Do it. But yeah, do you see how angry I, I am?
4: That- you can't, Josh. <laughs> it saves my marriage. Go get the Botox. <laughs>
3: You guys, the three of you look incredible. There's not a wrinkle in that room. Let's be honest.
4: There's a lot of syringes behind them.
3: (laughs) 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 But is there ever, do you ever like have a, a, like I'm afraid of a snafu, right? Like that I get it. And then like, I've got to go get on set and I go to, to emote and they're like how come your left mm. eye is not moving so I yeah. so
0: what I do is like so I I like just finished a movie so I made sure I didn't do Botox before like uh three months? like three months before I was like all right no not getting it but now I've like I'm starting to see my wrinkles again so I'm like it's it's time but I'm also not working on anything so um, it, it, a staff who did happen to me though remember my eyebrow oh, that I did this was, and one was here and that one was yeah yeah
2: I mean they can and fix you can, it
3: you just look like, enlightened yeah yeah yeah
1: you're, You're like, like oh. We're
2: actually
0: concerned. No, you are fine. You're not getting, like,
3: <laughs> how do <did laughs> we get off on this? You know, my buddy, my buddy Joe from my podcast, my co host on my podcast, Male Models, he got a Groupon Botox for his armpits. Yeah, because it helps you not
4: sweat, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I should yeah, probably
2: do that, th- Catherine. Do you agree? Put a group Groupon. Mm, maybe. <laughs>
3: He was like, "This was so janky." I was like, "Well, where'd they do it?" He's like, "He had me meet him at some like random okay, no. we work in a strip mall, and he showed up with like a briefcase full of syringes." I was like, "No way!" Well, this is this is what, look, Groupon is great for a gym membership, a
4: pizza, you know,
3: a, <laughs> a, a free app, right? Not
4: <laughs> N- not syringes, Josh. Yes. We need to talk to that guy. Oh
3: man, I know Joe. Shout out Joe. That's why he's good at podcasting. He's got good stories.
4: Yeah, like <laughs> in a lot of lifetime issues, perhaps on the horizon. <laughs> it's fine.
0: So, how, Josh? How long have you been married now?
3: Five. It'll be five years, uh, June seventeenth.
0: Oh, uh, and then you've got one kid, right? Or
3: yeah, one kiddo, a little boy, Max.
4: Okay, how old is
0: Max? He's three oh i have uh, a three-year-old
4: she's i have a three-year-old old. we need a support group how you doing over there
3: <laughs> i love it it's so funny because today he had a total meltdown before school and it was it was sort of rare for him but um it's fascinating watching these kids and i try to defer to my wife who's got a very healthy sort of outlook on these things and she's like there's no puffing up on your kid there's like you're not gonna be that dad who's raising his voice and whatnot, because you get what you give. Right. And he's going to mirror you. And so when you see kids who, like, scream at their parents at dinner, you know, your local cheesecake factory, it's probably because the the parents are screaming at them in private. And they probably used a
4: Groupon while they were there. Let's be honest.
3: I have not seen a Groupon for a cheesecake. factory. (laughs) Just
4: kidding. I,
3: I would be all over
4: I really think that's true, though, what you're saying, like it is about how you pour into them and what you get back, like emotionally intelligent humans come from emotionally intelligent humans. I don't know anybody that's become emotionally intelligent out of fear, right?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I I don't think I think it puts you at a disadvantage. It puts you in a state where you're not able to really listen and hear. And he's such, you know, he's such a good boy. But, you know, mornings like this, you just kind of go. There's nothing wrong with him. This isn't poor me. It's par for the course. Like it's mm-hmm. a part of
0: it. Yeah, I love. Like I feel like Jace's like three major is a real thing. I went through it with oh, Jolie. Yeah. You know, everyone said the terrible. Like twos were amazing. Threes is like because it's just the fits that they throw. But then their 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 rebound is so cute. You know, like once once it gets there. But I feel like Jace is slowly as he's nearing four each month, he gets a little less. Yeah. I always three said major. four was
2: like literally mm-hmm. like a light switch.
0: Mm-hmm. Like it was like
2: mm-hmm. three. And then all of a sudden each time each kid turned four, it was like, oh my gosh, like smooth sailing now.
3: Every yeah. time. You have, you have a few kids older than four.
2: Uh, I have three kids, 13, 10 and six. No way. You yeah. look awesome. Thanks. Botox. Well, Botox. I only really got Botox like three times. I'm just, just kidding. Catherine actually is
0: beautiful. All the she time. started, Good. she started young. I did.
2: Yes. Um,
0: OK, so do you want more kids?
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I definitely want one more. And then I always joke, like, if, I, if I'm going to have three or four, I'm going to need a sitcom in L.A. where I'm getting paid. <laughs> 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 and then and also just so I could be home. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, because it's it's I don't know how it is for you guys, but it you know, you quickly sort of when you have kids, I guess it depends on who you are where I've had a few moments where I'm like, did I pick the wrong profession? Cause mm-hmm. like, I can't, I, I I hate being away.
4: We're in that season at our house right now. My husband travels a ton. He's in um country music. And so he's just gone a lot, which is like the blessing, right? Cause you want to be busy. Mm-hmm. But then he's, he's like, I miss everything. Oh, mm-hmm. like, so hard. Like the first baseball game. And you know, our son's name is legend. And he just swam the other day for the first time by himself. And he was like, I wish I was there. And I'm like, yeah, it's just, it's, It's hard.
0: It is. And also it's, you know, showing, whenever I go off and do a film, I'm like, oh, I have all this like guilt, right? It's like, I'm away from my kids. And and yes, they come with me, but still like the time that I don't spend with them. And also it's showing them work and that, you know, we are, you know, obviously I'm providing and Mm -hmm. showing that you can do, you can kind of do it all. And, but it is hard for sure. And it is hard.
4: And. And
3: it's hard to do. Like I grew up, I, we lived in 10 places before I was 13, you know, Mm. and switched schools and sort of bopped around from New York and Florida. And, and so now I'm giving my kid, as we all tend to do, like the antithesis of that, like, I'm like security roots, home, you know, regimented. And, uh, but then, you know, I I was working on the show for like eight months in Vancouver and granted he was two. Right. And we were locked up there and, and cause it was COVID. And it was like the greatest adventure. And he talks about it now at three and a half. He's like, remember that trampoline park in Vancouver? Remember Mm -hmm. when we'd go to the beach? Like he thinks of it so fondly. Now, granted, he's in school now. It would probably be harder to disrupt that. But I have to remember too, like don't overdo it. Like don't, Mm -hmm. you don't have to go so in the opposite direction of the way you grew up because you turned out okay. Mm -hmm.
4: Did I though? Did I, Josh?
1: That's the (laughs) question.
4: (laughs) You did, (laughs) You did. It's always,
3: we're, we're works in progress, for sure. Right.
4: Yeah. That's a really good point, though. You and oh, I yes. struggle with that, I felt like, at the beginning. Which part? Uh, The regimens. Oh, like, yeah. Jana and I bond over our love of control. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> <laughs> we're also so growing we out of it together. Control. Yes. I feel like we're doing a great job. I feel like we're doing a great job, too. Uh, I know you are. Thank you. Specifically me this morning, probably not thriving, but trying but I, it is interesting because it's like you do thrive to give them everything you didn't have, which in my case was quite, kind of a lot. I'll be honest, a pretty tumultuous upbringing, a lot of alcohol and drugs in the house. Just I had to be kind of older faster. So I wasn't mm-hmm. like, wait, the man in my house. But I also wasn't I was kind of like, can we get a man in this house? Because my dad's kind of like a monkey. I'm confused. Um, so it's interesting because then I go to like, OK, bath time. It's we're not really scheduled, but rituals matter to us like the calming down and the feeling safe and talking about our feelings. And my husband's like one of three boys. And if he's like, if I hear one more feeling, I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah. Like it's a lot.
3: It's a hard, it's a hard balance because what made you cool, what made all of us cool is our challenge, right? These trials, these things that we went through. And then if we sort of, Um, safety wrap the world for our kids and or bubble wrap life right then you know then it goes the opposite direction and maybe they don't have some of that grit that that was a byproduct of the challenge that we faced as kids
2: Yeah. yeah i agree with that
0: Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow. I'm never going back to you guys, this festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Kova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel hats, bags, and more. make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's tecovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots.
5: three five one zero three zero zero and follow the climbing in heels podcast on iHeartRadio radio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
0: As a husband, is there something where you're like, I could do better at this? Is there, oh, an, is there an area just, just like you just one, maybe the biggest one. Cause you know,
3: it's going to have to be a longer podcast. Um, <laughs> Let's see. Well, let's see what my wa- let me think of what my wife gets annoyed by. I-, I think what a trend was, and I see that my mom does this, and I I, I think I'm better at it. But I ha- it took me. You know, we've only been together ten years, so obviously I'm a quick learner. Um, <laughs> my wife would voice an issue, like uh, something she was annoyed by, something she was upset that I did, and I and I'd go, yeah. Well, look look what I do for us. Like, it was always, I'd always make it about me. And it was like, yeah, I know you're upset, but also, like, look at all the plates I'm spinning. You know, like, look at all the things I'm doing for us. And it was like, idiot, just acknowledge how I'm feeling. You know, just Mm -hmm. allow me to have this moment and don't make it about you. And certainly don't compile a case of why I should be allowed this indiscretion because of how good I am to you. Mm-hmm. Um, because that can go in both directions. So that's I think I've gotten better. You can ask her, but um that that took a while. And I see, oh my God, I see it with my mom. Shout out, mom. But I'll <laughs> I'll tell her. I mean, throughout my whole life, because again, single mom, we moved to California when I was 14 to work as an actor. So anytime she would something would hurt me that she'd do, I'd bring it up. She'd be like, Well, I gave up my life for you. So what are we? Are mm. we gonna are we talking or are we not? Help. And <laughs>
4: I think I need to talk to your mom. (laughs) I I think I might have something in common with your mom. (laughs) Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: So then what's one thing that you do amazing?
4: Also need a longer podcast for that too, Josh.
3: (laughs) Probably. I don't know. I'm really, you know what? I just put, I'm, I'm good. You know, I know my role in this, in this world, right? Is that. I feel very overpaid by, you know, my wife, my kid, my mom, like my nuclear family, my in-laws who are incredible. Like I have a lot of emotional support Mm -hmm. and I see my friends who have to deal with tough in-laws or just a tough partner and how that weighs on them Mm -hmm. and how it can infuse itself into all facets of their lives. And, you know, if things aren't good at home, it's really hard for things to be good outside of home. So I'm so overpaid in that way. And my job, as I figured in this scenario, is to help support it financially. Like, and I'm good at that. I'm good at like putting my head down and working. And if I can, you know, keep the lights on and make it so that nobody has to worry about like going and my wife's able to sort of focus in on our kid and he as a byproduct, he's better for it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm sort of I'm glad that I can help support my mom and my family And in return, I get so much support to do what I do.
4: Mm -hmm. I love that. That's really beautiful. Mm
0: -hmm. What do you do when you start to feel triggered and, you know, the addiction piece starts to or does it does it does it come up or and what do you do to help like stay centered and focused and and kind of go back to to the, you know, where you're at today?
3: um, I mean, I'm in recovery. I've I've been in 12 steps since I was 21 Mm -hmm. and I. Go regularly, and I I utilize it in every facet of who I am. Like, unfortunately, it's become a bit of a taboo word recently. But like, I've, throughout my life, I was always looking for a, a vaccine from life. You know, like I was always just looking to, you know, get a big enough part, make enough money, have enough women love me, to where finally I'd feel like I was at the finish line mm-hmm. and I'd be all better. And I realized that like, nothing good in life. Can be sustained without practice. Uh, last night's meal won't keep you fed, and so for me, it's like keeping up with that spiritual practice. You know what recovery is works for me is is the twelve step thing. A lot of people find other ways to sort of aid in that. Um, so yeah, I've got a pretty good practice. You know, I go to meetings every week, and I talk to other sober guys, and I try to meditate. But no one's really meditating, if we're being honest. <laughs> so yeah that that helps to combat those feelings. I don't ever consider a drink. what I consider is like some bad behavior or like you know yelling at my you know mm. like if i'm if I'm angry and I yell at my kid or you know like or just like some bad behavior that I'll be a witness to that will quickly make me uncomfortable and if I get uncomfortable, then I start thinking like, well, what would calm me down mm. like yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. hmm
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Just really having a reflection moment on bad behavior mm-hmm. <laughs> and what would calm me down.
0: Well, I mean, because I feel like we all have that ism in us. Like, what calms us down from the breakup or from a, you know, a divorce sure. or from the bad day at work? Or it's like, what is that thing? What's that ism that we go to? Versus what? what should be the thing we go to, you know, either talking to a friend, Mm -hmm. trying to meditate or, you know, writing, writing, or it's like choosing that over the thing that probably, or working out then, then something that's not good for us. Like Mm -hmm. the bottles we had last night. And (laughs) uh, and,
3: uh and, uh, (laughs) I I love, you know, my wife has a margarita, you know, with friends. Like I love, I love when people can drink successfully Mm -hmm. and don't become like, you know, especially with guys like angry assholes. <laughs> the guy, mm. who, I've had buddies who've gotten like really angry, and they're like, "Oh, I was drunk." I'm like, "No, no, no, you're angry." I'm like, mm. "Just you being drunk, let it come out yeah. in in its in its full form." But um, you know, it's fascinating when people drink when they're going through something, especially if they're feeling sad or going through a depressing moment, because you're treating depression with a depressant. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and. And so it's not, you know, I think any wonder why you wake up the next morning and you feel even worse because it's like, well, what little good feeling chemicals were left in your brain you depleted with that? I mean, in my case, pina colada. I love a sugary drink. <laughs> I
4: wouldn't have pegged you as a pina colada
3: guy. i not in <laughs> <life>. <laughs> I like them all. I mean, I haven't had a drink in fourteen years. But if I did, I wonder. There are new drinks. Like I remember when Heineken came out with a lime, and I was like, "I wonder what that's." Yeah, that's
4: not worth that's you so breaking. No, you. yeah, don't
1: worry
3: about it.
4: Don't even. No. no, no. I will agree, though, with what you're saying. So, I hadn't drunk I hadn't really drank anything in months mm-hmm. until last mm-hmm. night because I had gone through a lot of loss last year. I had five people pass away in my life, and one of them was my dad. So, I. And also, grew up watching him treat depression with depression. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never saw my dad sober, and I'm 40, so it was just like a lot. And I, I've, I, I kind of just made. I didn't make an official stance or a rule. I didn't want any attention drawn to it. I just felt really anxious when I would drink. So the next morning, I would wake up and I would just feel really worse off. So for the last few months, honestly, almost the last year, I, I have I can count on a hand how many drinks I've really had because I just. Needed to keep myself as healthy and even as I could to deal with what was really in front of me. Mm -hmm. But last night was so fun for me because it was like my safe, safe, safe people. Like I knew it was going to, they're just my, it, it just, it was great to have a glass of wine. And I was like, okay, this is good. Like I woke up this morning and was just like, I had the time of my life with those girls last night. We Mm -hmm. would have had a time of our life sober anyways, like we're doing with you, but you know, it was just fun. And it just took a deep breath. But I, I, I really relate to you saying treating depression with depression because it's, it's in my family a lot and it's really sad and you can waste a lot of your life. My dad was 69 and I never really saw him ever joyful.
2: Well, I think there's a lot of ways to do that too. Not just with alcohol. Yeah. Like for me, it's not necessarily alcohol, but I will just kind of hole up on my own in my room. But that's also depressing, not Mm -hmm. getting out of the house, not getting out of the room and food. I mean, I think food is can be a big part of it for me, too. But I think there's a lot of different things that can do that same thing for sure. Yeah.
3: You know, when I got sober, um, I remember I, I would go to these meetings, all men meetings and uh and, and they would say things like, if you want self-esteem, do esteemable, do esteemable acts. And I remember thinking, like, for my whole life, I'd hear these platitudes, these great bumper stickers, like, um, you know, um, seek your joy and, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, just be, um, I don't know. There was just all these, like, they seem like destinations, right? Like, sure, it sounds great, but I have no idea how to get there. And then, like, I literally had guys who said to me, like, no, no, no. do something good for someone and don't get caught. That's mm-hmm. how you feel good. And mm-hmm. and I was yeah, like, but I right. don't know where to, like, make, make things your problem. They're like, next time you're at the grocery store, and you see three or four carts in the parking lot that aren't where they're supposed to be, return them, because it's not your job. Like, just try that, see how you do. Clean the coffee pot, stack some chairs. Like, I'm the kind of idiot that really needs some very rudimentary things. And then it was crazy the moment that I did it, how I felt a shift. And so I can't think my way into right acting. Like I need to disrupt whatever negative, you know, thought patterns going on with what does my wife need? What does my kid need? And if I'm really on some spiritual Jedi shit, it's like, what does a stranger need? Because then I'm really, you know, setting myself up to probably feel good after
2: I, I love that. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna go do that. The carts. I love that. Idea. So I'm the
4: person that leaves the cart. Yeah. In, I'm gonna go. Clean I want to say I'm up. not surprised by oh, that. Gosh. There's two types of people in the world. I could never do that. Haven't you seen this? Doesn't this float around all Listen, the time on the internet? Time
0: out. Can I just have a? So I when I'm by myself. Mm, let's be honest here, grammar. Um, when I'm when I'm by, cool, 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 cool. Okay, cool, 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 okay, cool, okay, cool, okay, okay, okay. Um, like I'm I'm about like fifty percent. I'll put it back. When I'm with the kids, I can't. They're already in the car. Oh no no no! Not I
1: the can't kids. Push the, I Do can't. Do you
4: put it in the corral? Well, how can I?
1: Well, you,
2: you get them in the car safely. You put them in the car you safely, the car but then, then and you I can't keep your walk eye on the car. Well, that's no, so that all the way me. back. Put
0: it in the corral where no, you can we're the still same. see the car. Like, what's a corral? because <laughs> so I'm working a lot.
2: So I just picked the closest one where I can still, m- mine are older now, but where I can keep my eye on the car mm. and then I put it in that. See,
0: that scares me to turn my back on the car. because not like, turn someone, your back. Someone's That's in what it. I'm saying. So how am I going to go? Ding, 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 you ding. literally can watch <laughs> the car and put <laughs> it in the corral. Yeah. The golden corral. That's what I'm thinking. Josh I'm like, is already having... at
2: the corral. Josh is like, I'm here at the don't corral. Don't worry. Josh is fixing it all for you. It's <laughs> fine.
3: I'm I'm don't worry. If you don't, I'll do it for mm-hmm. you. <gasps> Thanks,
4: Josh. Cool 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 cool
0: cool cool, cool 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 good to know that
2: now though every time i go to the grocery store now, i'm gonna be like this is probably janice <laughs>
4: hey Thanks. dr phil said something like that one time i used to love dr phil i felt like he was He's like the southern dad i always wanted or something um <laughs> But he said, if you wake up in the morning, this applied to spouses at the time, but I kind of think of it like worldwide when I'm on my Jedi, Josh, I like to think of it like at a higher level. But he said, if you wake up in the morning, you think, how can I make my spouse's day better? And they wake up in the morning and they say, how can I make my spouse's day better? Like eventually you'll meet in the middle. Mm -hmm. And like if everybody in the world woke up and was like, hey, how could I like, you know, like I stopped buying Starbucks for the people behind me and I started tipping the baristas because I feel like those are the people that probably really need it. Not the person that can afford the $10 coffee. It's well, the person that, that's, you know, I working like in the apron the
2: person behind me, though. I do, too. But yeah. it's easy. But that's exactly yeah, app.
3: Oh, oh,
4: yeah. The cash carrying is intentional. Right. Right.
3: Mm-hmm,
4: mm-hmm. But I'm with you. I, um,
3: good point. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a tough it's a tough balance. But I know I, it's funny you say, Dr. Phil, because I was working on this TV show at Paramount Studios and there's this sick Bentley parked in front of a, of a big stage. I'm talking like sick to me, like totally like blacked out, like looks like, uh, you know, Jack Harlow should be driving this. Okay, like just blacked out, perfect, like dope uh, on some some hip hop. Sh- and uh, and I was like, whose car is this? And they go, it's Dr. Phil's. Dr. Phil's. yeah,
4: No way.
3: That's, That's amazing. amazing. That's
4: not what I guessed him to drive. I thought like a big pickup or something. Dr. Phil, yeah. I would say him like a
0: Mercedes,
4: yeah, maybe definitely a Mercedes. Like, oh, okay, you thought he was a badass Bentley, like a Batmobile, <laughs> like just hot. Was it hot?
3: Yeah, it just like looked like it came from like Platinum Imports, like yeah, yeah. Like, like if he was gonna spend dumb money, I would think he'd have like an old man Rolls Royce or something. But like this was <laughs> this was cool. This was cool.
4: Wow, man, Dr. Phil, reaches. Takes off
3: Make that tie off, and
0: he's man. a whole new human.
4: <laughs> when he's just Phil, you're old in a Bentley.
0: <laughs> okay, so back to people being annoying, happy. What What is the th- What are the things that you want people to get out of um, from reading your book?
3: Oh man, I, you know, I wanted, I, I thought it would be a ridiculous thing to write a memoir at 35. So I was like, and also the thing about memoirs is they're usually written by people at the finish line. And thus I feel like they can be a little bit hard to identify with because they're so impressive. So Mm -hmm. I was like, well, I'm not that, but what I can do is write about views from the halfway point Mm -hmm. and like tell other people who are 35 and younger, even though I think you can enjoy it if you're older, like, hey, I just walked through it. Like I just had an inflection point. I just grew up over the last few years and got married and had a kid. Here's some, some perspective. Here's some things that helped me throughout a tumultuous teen or twenties or early thirties time, maybe that can help you. You know, I love when people who are on the same sort of path as me, but just a few steps ahead, Mm -hmm. give me good recon, like good feedback. Like, Hey, there's a pothole here and there's a speed bump here. And if you keep your eye out, you can probably avoid them. Mm -hmm. So that's what the book was. It was to help similar people like me on, on the same path.
4: I love that. That's kind of this couch for me. Yeah. I'm like, Kramer, there's a big pothole coming. <laughs> Some of us choose to hit the pothole anyways, Josh, but <laughs> we're 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 trying to go around it, but you can learn a lot in the pothole. Oh, I hit potholed hard for nine years sure. actually, but it's fine. It's fine. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. And cool 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 cool.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, Josh, what oh, by the way, time out, John, John Stamos. Is he just like the coolest dude ever?
3: Yeah, he's so handsome. He's so he's sm- handsome. <laughs> he smells like the inside of a drawer, you know, like really like like man, like wood. He looks, smells <laughs> like secret and like tobacco, but he doesn't smoke. It's just like, he's, huh. he's the best. He's very Greek. He's very handsome and mm-hmm. he's good people. And I can't believe that we're actual real friends because as you guys know, you never make friends in showbiz like real friends. Mm-hmm. And especially if they're John Stamos, but somehow we've like, We have a really nice relationship.
4: Mm. John is a good friend when he chooses to be a friend. Like, I've heard that.
3: Yeah, he's the best. He really and he loves to be the guy. He loves to be needed. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, he's
4: a Leo. So that matters. Love
3: Leos.
0: Mm -hmm.
4: Are you guys Leos? No, but
3: my
0: um, soulmate is a Leo. Apparently Sagittarius is in Leos, which is why I'm naming my dog Leo. Leo. So, because I, I, you know, single as ever, so I'm like, I'm just gonna get a dog to fill my man, my man's soulmate. i for it. Are you not? <laughs> I, I married a sage. Did you see? Yeah. I told. There what are, are you? Is. What are you? He's I'm a, a Scorpio. Oh, he's a Leo. Oh, okay. Oh.
4: I married mm-hmm. a Leo. I married a John Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ironically, my husband just played with John Stamos at the Ryman. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, because John goes out with the Beach Boys. Oh.
3: He, he he's a drummer. Those- i know
4: <laughs> he knows <this. laughs> like, does it does it is it is it crazy to you though like i grew up with uncle I jesse know he was
2: uh right
4: so it's yeah. like i mean not grew up with him by watching i mean it mattered he mattered to me and now he's like he's just a, he's a drummer and he plays like he's good at all the things i don't know why yeah, i but feel like john is like a national treasure
3: it was like tool. our bob yeah, oh, bob, bob. Yeah. He's a total national treasure, and yet, like, the moment you hung out with him, and, like, I remember the, within a f- few weeks, <laughs> he, I saw him looking at his phone, and his text on the phone was really big. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Finally, amazing. Like, he found a crack in the armor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, his eyesight's going, <laughs> going bad. <back. laughs> <laughs> his eyesight's
4: go- Read fine. this so line he- for me and cover your left lied. eye, John. I like
3: it. Or, yeah, or he'll, like, text me and be like, what do you think of this Instagram caption? And I'll be like, you're 55. He'll be like, that's not nice. <laughs> I'll be like, you're right, true. John, that isn't nice. Is
4: he really 55? Why does he look like he's preserved? Botox? He's perfect. For sure. Come on.
0: I, I don't know. know. I mean. He's he's, he's great, really, though.
4: There you
3: go. I mean, I, I don't know. He probably does, like, expensive facials and whatnot, but at the end of the day, it's it's crazy hey he's, you're he's real so
4: friends cool. with him so find out for us because we all want to know <laughs>
3: yeah he's 58 that's crazy 58 wow, 58 he
4: looks great i'm gonna yeah, start telling amazing. people i'm 58 and they're gonna start thinking <laughs> that i look really good for <laughs> my really, age. really
3: <laughs> smart I know. i'm going 45
4: yeah yeah, yeah. you look great uh, you look great for 35 yeah. though honestly you don't look 35 yeah. for sure
3: and <laughs> thank you
4: so okay so your book I'm like I'm like let's Sorry. reel it back. I'm like, let's I know I back, back. but I, I feel know, like Josh know. is like hanging out with. The, I forget we're he like is. on I a podcast because he's, he's, he's a homie, He's a
0: dude. He's a homie. You're I love homie. it. Um, Will everyone go get his book? Happy people are annoying. And then um, where can our listeners? Obviously, they all know you, but for those that you know are under a rock, where should they? Where can they find you?
3: Um, you can find uh, my podcast, the Male Models Podcast, wherever podcasts are available, and I guess Instagram at I love it.
0: Okay, great. Well, thank you for, thank you for just being authentic and vulnerable and sharing your struggles. I know a lot of people can relate to it. And so I love the fact that you're in the spotlight and you're willing to be open and raw and share your experiences because you're helping a lot of people. So thank you for doing that. Really appreciate it.
3: Uh, thank you guys for having me. I, I love chatting with you. Thanks, Josh. Bye, Josh. Bye-bye.
0: <laughs> We're like Josh's angels. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning,
4: Josh Beck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, he's so sweet. He's, so oh, he's got good him. energy. He does good energy. I love the quote he said, or he said, uh, "Last night's meal won't keep you fed." Mm-hmm. Whoa! I know. I was like, I need a minute. I'm going to re-listen to this like a couple yeah, times and to write a few things down because get the book. He's so sweet and like, and yeah, guys. I just love that people share that he's sharing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Thanks
4: for sharing. Mm-hmm.
0: Is there a book called "Thanks for Sharing"? Probably. Yeah. Probably I, think a, I think it's a twelve-step. Isn't there a show too? I'm saying things, but I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I think it is a show. Oh, yeah. No, it was a it was a movie, movie. about
4: addiction. I think.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I have. I no remember. Point to I think about. I
4: watched it, but that's how much I can remember. Anything? I remember nothing.
0: Catherine,
2: yes, Roomie. yeah. Let's do a little check in with you. How's the heart? The heart's good. Yeah, heart's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, all in all, doing well. Had moments you know moments with the kids and you know our new normal but
0: all in all I think we're all doing well is there something that you've seen a little bit of um
2: like oh like this is
0: not like great but like this is I'm gonna enjoy this piece yeah surprising. yeah Yeah. I mean I think
2: that there's definitely a sense of relief um and that I made the right decision and that Mm -hmm. we're doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. Um, That doesn't mean that steps of it are hard and pieces are hard. Um, But again, we're getting along really, really well. And I'm so thankful for that Mm because I can't imagine, you know, going through it fighting and especially, I mean, the kids are so busy. So it's like we sat next to each other at the basketball game and Mm -hmm. like we talk and, you know, I think in the end, that's going to be really healthy for the kids. So, I you know, I think relief is kind of a word that I keep really, you know. I keep using, I just think that there's you know, definitely some relief and I think that it's all going to be for the best for sure. And that you feel that in your soul, which is like yes. knowing
0: that you made the right decision for yeah. you and for, you know, for y'all, it's like, that's got to feel really, really good.
2: Yeah, it does. It does. And you know, I'm sure along the way there's going to be hiccups and sure. things are going to be hard, but all in all, yeah, I think that it's I think
4: when things are too easy, it's because there wasn't love there. Sure. So I think that any rocky road is because there was some sort of love there or is still some love there. Well,
2: and then there's a a lot of respect. There's a lot of respect.
4: Like we texted both of you separately. Well, I texted you, but Preston and I texted him separately. And I just was very like, I just felt like I was like, holy, this is like a really mature Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm." Like, you both are just stand-up good people. Yeah. The way you responded about it and about each other is just really amazing.
2: Yeah, I'm really, really thankful for that. That was that was probably my, my biggest prayer going into it. Like, I yeah. knew at the end of the day we would do everything that was right for the kids, that mm-hmm. the kids will be okay, he'll be okay, I'll be okay, but my biggest prayer is that we could just get along. Well, to do do that much
4: life together and still have so Mm -hmm. much respect for each other is
2: huge. For sure. That's huge. Yeah. So, and the outpouring that I got from people, and I know we talked about that, has just been amazing. I don't feel so alone anymore about being the guy in the relationship. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people, there's like, I feel like I'm the dude. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm the only one, you know? And so, I was the dude. In the last marriage, I was the dude. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of surprises me. Really? well, you just love talking about feelings and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like. Not I talked about
4: feelings, but I also was like.
2: Yeah, I think there's different doing ways all to of be. it. Yeah, well, sure. I think there's yeah. different ways to be kind of. the. I was
4: yeah. like, I'm talking about my feelings. I'm getting really irritated with you. So can you do the dishes while I go to work? Because I'm sure. exhausted. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So how how many years out are you from that divorce?
1: Mm.
2: Eight, eight years. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. I always forget you've been divorced.
1: Yeah,
4: me too. But I pick my battles, I think, differently in the second marriage.
2: Mm-hmm. Sure. It's good to know. Yeah.
4: Oh, I like so much doesn't. You're like yeah. okay, whatever. Right.
2: Yeah. Right.
4: But I also just have like I married someone completely opposite. So like a a real provider, someone who's like dedicated. It was a really cool take to listen to how Josh talked about like how he's well paid at mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool. I'm about to snippet that and send it on over in a text. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because Preston provides for us like financially all the time, you know? And I just have not been used to that. So that's my own adjustment. Sure. I was the breadwinner in my marriage before. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's going to be really hard for me. It's hard in the next relationship because it's, I love supporting other people and I don't want to support any, because everybody I've dated has, not taker. had a job or hardly had a job, and took everything. Like I paid for everything. I yeah, you know, especially my like I paid for everything, and so you it's want just somebody to support you. Yeah, and it's like I don't. It'd be nice. Like I for still sure. will probably not accept it. Well, because yeah. it's it's so foreign. It's hard for you, for it sure. is
4: hard. Yeah,
0: like I I don't. That'll be very difficult. And I'll never want. Like I don't want it. I just it would be
4: nice to go. Oh, I can
0: like breathe a little bit.
4: So I'm Pips trying to step up a little there. For us, mm-hmm. like I'm a stay at home mom, but I'm trying to have enough side hustle that I feel like I'm contributing something.
2: I think that just takes a lot of pressure off of the other
4: I do too. I think it's
2: it's hard for men and it's hard for women, and we don't think like no matter what side need it, right? but I need it sure
4: like i I want to go like here.
2: that was always why I worked. I mean, I didn't work for one year, but I just and not that he ever put that on me, but it's like I want to feel like i
0: yeah, like a teammate. Provide. Let's yeah. talk about that one year and when that happened, because that was when
2: that <laughs> <laughs> okay. no. was right
0: before I got married. And Catherine was my matron of honor, maid of honor, or matron of honor, matron, oh, matron. matron, yeah. And um, and she calls me, and this is when I think love was just. It was right before we re- was before we released. That I got the boy. Um, mm-hmm. love had just like fallen off. Like literally that week love was
1: the song. No. Love It was,
0: yeah, girl, no. it was really close. Cause I was like my whole entire life. Everyone's leaving my fans she's leaving making me. That my, up. She calls me and she goes, so I'm going to leave the position. Cause she was my day-to-day manager. And she's like, so if you don't want me to be in your wedding anymore, I understand. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> I was so hurt. I started crying and I, I under-
2: was just really? <laughs> talking. <laughs> I will give my side. <laughs> Keep
0: going. And I just remember being like, in my mind, I was like, "Is that so?" We were just friends through work. Like, yeah. To that's me, what you were my feels. like. That's what, like. Her, like mm-hmm. Why would you even say that to me? Like, that was so. Her. I was so upset.
2: Well, fair. I totally understand that now. What you have to understand about that position and, and me, position yes. is that's a defense mechanism for me. Because one of my biggest fears was getting close to someone I worked with and then never seeing them again. Because mm-hmm. I saw it happen too many times. Also so rejecting that my, yourself
4: before you can be rejected.
2: Yeah. Oh, it was totally a defense mechanism. Because mm-hmm. all I thought about it was like, oh my god, I'm going to quit, and then she's not going to want me to be in the wedding, and I'm going to be so upset, and da da da. So it was just like this immediate like protect yourself, right. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> so then I didn't even you know know that you were upset about it, and then I found out, and then, then we were like, oh okay, we still love each other. It's all. Were you good. in the wedding? Yeah, I was yeah. still the major one. Okay, good. Yeah. We, Ooh, yeah. God, it was I was all... scared. I, and was like, we... I
4: feel, feel like I missed the season finale. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no we worked through it and we realized that we were both just like upset or whatever. And
0: then she came back to work. <laughs> you know what's
2: interesting, though? I think looking back, I knew it was before I got pregnant with Ramsey. Mm-hmm. It was that I knew that I wanted another child, but we were also having issues then mm-hmm. in our marriage. Mm-hmm. And so I think part of it was like, maybe if I come home and I focus more and da, 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 you know, so it was all just trying to figure things out and it didn't last very long. It was a year.
0: Yeah. You were, yeah, you were gone a year. When, yeah, cause, yeah. Cause I came
2: back right. Like, I mean, I decided to come back before I had Ramsey. Yeah. So then I bit, took maternity leave and came back three months after
5: yeah no
0: i'm sorry here we are no god please girl that's water under the bridge it was just funny like that story <laughs> that yeah it i'm like literally. let's talk
4: about that yeah. <laughs> let's talk about the year you took off
1: uh, <laughs> skirt <laughs> <laughs>
0: skirty skirt um well this is fun uh don't forget you guys can see us on tour um yes. <laughs> why am i so pumped about it's going so down. fun it's gonna be fun so um go to janacramercom slash tour to get your tickets for coming to atlanta um, Chicago, Nashville. It's gonna be a really good time. So.
4: Guaranteed one of us will hug you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you which one it's not gonna be. <laughs> hey, I'm working on it. It might be. Signing off. Cool, 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 <laughs> cool, cool,
0: cool, cool. All right. Okay, cool, okay, cool. okay, okay, okay. Bye guys. Bye. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Takovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Tacobas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tecovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend and Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacova's store, have a complimentary drink and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com That's Tecovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots
3: today. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy,
5: and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David.
1: David, he is the leader. He just don't want to leave me.
2: Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the
5: blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect podcast network